0: Welcome to the Kimmigration Podcast. Just a quick note before we get started, I have combined two recordings from the end of January, beginning of February, to make this one episode. They were just really short, so I combined them. And I wanted to touch on a couple of things from episode one. I know I mentioned that we weren't sure when the borders were going to open, and that happened on July 31st, so just a few months after that. And then this is the last recording I have from before we moved. I fell off the wagon and just got too busy and hadn't recorded. So from here out, it's going to be recorded in real time, looking back at that time period and bringing you up to speed until present day. So that's all the updates. Here we go. Welcome to the Kimmigration Podcast. Today is January 26th, 2022. And we got some news last week. You'll remember the house that we are renting is up for auction, which means it's for sale. And it did not sell at auction. And so we thought, cool, well, at least that buys us another week. Then the house will still be on the market and we can stay in this house so we don't have to move again. And then this weekend, she called me and said that she found out that it's actually 90 days if the house sells, not 42 that we originally thought it was. So that basically takes us up to the end of April, more or less. So that means we won't have to move from this house that we've been renting all along. We're all settled in here because otherwise we would have had basically two months gap that we would have had to find a short term rental, which is really hard to get. New Zealand is horrible for like the rental market. So now, rather than having to pack up and move to move, we now are looking into getting a two meters by two meters by two meters pallet, essentially, that they'll load into a container and then they'll just deliver our pallet when it gets over to America to our house. So that has been so far the most affordable and logical option because, you guys, we have so much stuff. It's unbelievable how much five people can accumulate in five years. And we came here with basically a house full. So now to go back and have to sell everything, it's going to probably kill me, honestly. But that's what we're trying to figure out now. What are we taking back? What makes sense? You know, there's obviously sentimental and personal things, but I mean, if it's only two boxes, I'll pay for excess baggage at the airport. But we're thinking, okay, well, we paid this for this much. How much would that cost to replace it there? And like trying to compare prices and stuff. So now we are going to have my daughter's birthday and school is starting up, which will kind of give us more time, but also kind of give us less time with the kids and kids around and trying to sell things. But I mean, we're both working, so it doesn't really buy you more time, but it kind of does because there'll be at after school activities and sports and things. And then the chaos starts over and over again. But we're still shooting for... End of April, beginning of May, looking at plane tickets to South Africa still. I have an alert on my phone because I don't have money, I'm poor, and I would like a deal on tickets, please. So that's where we're at right now. At least for the foreseeable future, we're going to keep, you know, the things we use daily. But I do need to start just culling the herd here. There's too much stuff everywhere. So it's going to be like walk through my house and just buy my crap because we need to get rid of everything. I don't know. When you move house in city to city or even state to state or whatever, you pack your stuff. You pack everything. It doesn't matter if you're going to use it in five years or not. You pack it and you move it to the new house and then you unpack it. And now it's a matter of what do we need to pack and get rid of everything else. It's very different and like weird to think that I'll be 44 years old and literally not have a bed, but, or my children, that's great parenting, but they're, they'll figure it out. I don't know. Um, there's still a lot that we have to do. We started talking about assigning jobs to each other because Bruno and I are, let's just say we are not great collaborators, so we have to have assignments, and when we collaborate that way it works much better so things we're going to do before we leave New Zealand so (laughs) this should not be on a priority list but I do need to get my tattoo I've been talking about it for too many years and I'm not going to be in a place where they do tattoos like this in six months so I gotta do it now but I haven't done it yet I we need to like use our appliances all the way up until we move but then you gotta like get rid of them and not have them for a few days so that's going to be a headache trying to get in touch with a painter or anybody to do work at our house because we want to make sure that it's, you know, ready to go before we get there. So that's going to be some phone calls and things. But, yeah, I mean, overall, like, we're too far out to plan too far out. And then COVID also makes it really hard to plan anything. We just now went into level red, which doesn't really mean a whole lot. And we're vaccinated. But Omicron is here. It's gonna spread everywhere. Hopefully you'll not get it, but if you do get it, I hope it's mild. And it should be because everything in New Zealand is mild. That was one of our comments when we first, first moved here, that the weather is mild, you know, people are mild, like everything is just cool, it's sweet as, it's real laid back. But then sometimes it does get frustrating on why Don't you have a pep in your step? And I think that's also part of country life. So I think that'll also be a shock to go back to city life where people are like going, going, going. But then they're also going, going, going for Christmas and 4th of July and any excuse to get together. So I did miss that being here too. And it's something that Bruno and I have talked about a whole lot. I've talked about it on season one of Kimmigration. So go back and re-listen. Anyways, that's about all I have to say about this week. Hopefully we'll continue to get rid of things and purge and line things up. So I'll fill you in next time. I ended the episode last time with I'll just continue to line things up and see where we go. Uh, I also mentioned in the podcast that my kids were starting school this week. It is now the end of the day, but the 1st of February, so Rory started his school today, had a great day, everything is cool, and I thought Ellie's school started tomorrow and Finn's school started on Thursday, it's a new high school he's going to in town, and it's fine because Ellie's just going across the street here still, so she's good to go, I've got the uniforms all good, I think I got myself together Waiting on online delivery for Finn's shoes because things don't don't get delivered here. But they're not here yet. They I don't know, anyway. And my friend messaged me, Are the boys excited about school tomorrow? And I said, Well Finn doesn't start till Thursday, same as her son. She's like, No, they start tomorrow. And I went back and I read the email again and it was like a weird format, so it looked like it was saying everybody starts on Thursday and I was wrong, and he starts tomorrow, and this was at 9:15 pm. So um, he had to like pack his lunch and get everything ready to go. and it'll be fine. But just how quickly a week changes things. But anyways, I did have progress this week. I told my boss that I was leaving last week, and I don't know what he's going to do because it's a small, small company now, and they have gone into red, as I mentioned at the end of last episode. Which really just means kids have to wear masks at school, which is not great. I don't love it, but it's what we have to do, I suppose. And eventually we'll all not have to, or I don't know what will happen, but something, action is better than non-action. A lot of the events have been canceled, so that means for tourism, in my job in particular, that's a big question mark with the company being able to survive. So it's just like a financial burden for him. And I don't want him to get left in the mud, you know, if I leave and there are other people leave because tourism is like dying because the borders are still closed. Allegedly, we're not going to have lockdowns locally, but they're still not opening the border to international tourists. So it really does affect a lot of the economy in ways that trickle down and spread throughout. Still haven't booked flights. I was looking at flights tonight, and this is what it's like to live with my husband. He's like, well, there's usually cheap flights going from Johannesburg to London, and then we can, like, have a week in London or something, and then we'll go back to North Carolina. I'm like, what? That was not part of the plan. Like, I have not been looking for those flights at all. That wasn't my idea. But he's like, oh, I just thought, and then I look, and I'm like, it's going to be so much more expensive. Like, are you crazy? Like, I don't really need to be spending an extra $5,000 right now. That's not realistic. And I looked at the stinking flights, and it's basically the same price if we have an extra stopover in London, or if we were talking realistically. I mean, let's think outside the box and go to Mykonos for the week if we're talking about going somewhere in between South Africa and America. I had no idea that was even a thought or a possibility. And he's like, how about that? And then it works out that the flight's the same price, if not cheaper. I mean, we'll have to pay to stay in England somewhere, but we'll figure that part out. That's not hard. Um, You don't need to have a car. The kids would love riding the tube everywhere. They would think that's the coolest thing. And Rory wants to go to Japan, but I think the borders in Japan are closed. But that's not on the way of anything either, so it's not. At least London's in the right direction, I suppose. So that's a new development. I mean... I just never think of those types of things. He's like, hey, how about this? So just for the record, he's the instigator of this whole situation. I am getting quote for travel insurance. I looked at two different companies and I'm trying to decide what sort of policy, um, at least just to get us started at home, because I do not want to have to deal with that for the first little bit while we're there. But I need to get something that will cover us for COVID. Looking forward into this week, um, more selling stuff. People are garbage. They like to message me on Messenger because I put it on Facebook, a bunch of stuff. And they oh, yeah, I'm keen as I'm coming by. I'm like, what time? I want to just tell everybody send me the money and then I'll you can come pick it up when you're ready. But they wouldn't do that either. They'd probably forget. I'm like, why is this hard? You're making this way harder than it has to be. Do you want to buy it? Yes or no. Right now is the time. Come pick it up or just send me the money and pick it up whenever you have time but don't forget but people just don't commit and then two days later i'm like hello read your messages what happened to you are you dead do i need to report you to the police but it'll get there and we are i think having a garage sale on saturday although we have an open home sunday but that'll be fine And then Monday's a public holiday, so we can chill on the Monday and have our weekend then. Otherwise, yeah, school's starting, work's back full, trying to purge and not lose our minds or forget about the first day of school, really. That's about all I got now. That's all I got. Meow? Is that what I said? I will check back in in a week and see... What progress or problems arise in Immigration 2.0 re-immigrating gang, gang, gang?